Welcome back to Australian Survivor Talking Tribal. I'm Kanong in the treehouse with Brooke Jowett and Shannon Gus. Okay, George blew shit up this week and I just want to dive in. Let's do this. That tribal, you know the one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. That was wild. That was wild, right? That yeah. was the most intense tribal council I have seen in my entire life. Have, have you seen anything like that before? I mean, it was... I don't remember a time before we were at that tribal council. Like, this <laughs> were there for a really, really long time. It was, it, was, it was trademark, George. Have you ever heard the fable of the scorpion and the frog? No. No. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have like, to explain it. <laughs> George is the scorpion and okay. Geordie is the frog. Uh -huh. Or anyone who works with George because he threw him right under the bus. Well, look, oh frogs are scary, so... <laughs> nah, <laughs> not frog. a vibe. <laughs> not a vibe. The frog is like Miss She deserves oh, okay. her face. Uh, I know. He's petrifying. I would not want to be playing with him or against him. I just no, don't want to be either. there. <laughs> I'm so glad we're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we talk about the actual tribal, I think we have to start earlier on. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of betrayals, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. And it all started with... Geordie betraying Simon and telling George that Simon has an idol. Yeah. I don't think I back Geordie flipping on Simon. Uh -huh. Like, I get the logic that he doesn't want to be with the big guys, which is funny because Khan, you know, voted out by Geordie's, like, big guy alliance. Yeah. Like, then he's like, it's where I'm playing it up to them. I'm like, did you watch Blood versus Water? Like, this isn't, like, a new thing for you. But he's trying to turn over a new yeah. leaf and, yeah. he, and he's going in a different way with it. And he doesn't want to be in what he perceives that what would be a minority with those big alpha guys, and I don't know, because they seem to have a lot of power, mm -hmm. and he could, he could fit in with that group. But he, he turns on Simon, and I don't think I agree with it, because I think that it was risky. If Simon even played his idol, like, that could have been risky. Obviously, he knew that playing with George the Scorpion was really, really risky, and it turns back on him. Like, I think even without the impossible-to-foresee immunity challenge, there was enough risk there. And, like, I don't I feel, like, for what? To turn on your day-one ally? <laughs> Yeah, Sorry. you go, you know, you go, I kinda, you go. I kind of like it. I like that Geordie's playing and he's being flexible. Like, if if he does, you know, it's it's hard to branch out when you find those people and you've stuck with this ally. I've been someone who's been blindsided by my best friend. But yeah. at the same time, you need to be fluid in this game and I feel like that's how you get to the end, is making those jumps if you need to. And, I, and maybe he jumped too soon. Yes. But I'm kind of glad. Like, I, I support him in this. I mean, it went very badly. It did. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel for him. I honestly think that he did jump too soon. Like, when I was watching it, I'm like, you're not in a weak place right now. Like, you're OK. Mm. Like, doing this doesn't do anything but destroys potentially your alliance yeah. that you already have. Yeah. yeah, see, I like the fluidity of him playing both sides, uh -huh. how that might have contributed to something like the Sarah mm -hmm. vote. I didn't... Once push came to shove, as it was going mm. to with George and Simon, I didn't like him then making the jump. And then the crazier part of that is then Simon's immune, and I think you've got to put four votes on, like, maybe George, but scary, scary for George always have an idol, but, like, a Liz or something. Mm. And that is super scary because they're going to come back and you've given them so much information. That's another thing. He gave them yeah. with the idol so much so ammo much and information. Info, yeah. So at that point he feels like he can't... He can't swap from, like, now that he's in, in George's pocket. But the thing is that, like, then it was so easy for them to be collateral. Yeah. Like, even if just Simon plays the idol on Stevie, which was something that he could have done, like, George says that he's going to get Simon to flush the idol. Geordie is lucky that he's in the game. Mm. It's mm. only because George saw the divide between Simon and Geordie as being of use to him that Fraser went mm. home. Geordie was completely in George's There hands. is so much to unpack oh that God. you've just gone through. <laughs> I'm going to break this down into sequences because there's obviously there's so lot. much that happened in episode seven. That was intense. Mm. Okay. We spoke about Simon winning the immunity. What a crazy twist. Yes. Like, uh, has that ever happened before? There have been some challenges at Tribal Council, which is like mm. a regular challenge. Like, they used to do fallen comrades in front of the jury. Mm. They would answer things about the jurors. And then they have had, like, immunity challenges where you've had a vote. Mm. Someone's won immunity normally. You've had a vote. Now we're going to another vote and we're going to play 
immunity for that second vote, yeah. but not like an unexpected immunity challenge yeah. because it was pre-merge happening where no one would possibly see for that round. So. Let, so let's not talk about Simon winning, but even the beginning of that challenge. Do you reckon George was like, what the actual F <laughs> is going on? Because yes. like, you go in with a game plan, right? You're like, yeah, it's Simon, it's Simon, Simon. We're going into an individual challenge. Yes. Very much a Simony challenge, right? It was. Every challenge, I think, is a Simony <laughs> yeah, Exactly. But, but for George, like, at, originally, he had allies that he lost, like, Anjali when he was out of the game, Jackie to a medivac. Then he mm. wins over Jerry, then Jerry goes back. Mm, mm, now mm. he has an immunity challenge. Like, the fact that he could keep rallying in the face of all that, to me, is really impressive. And what's also so impressive about it for George is obviously his plan it's so intricate and so layered. Mm. And he's coming up with it all the time. And it happened right yeah, then and there. That like, is what had me shook. I'm like, he came in, his plans was completely destroyed. Yeah. And then where did this, like, grand master plan just come out from? How early on? Because he says at the challenge, I'm going to get Simon to flush the idol. I'm like, how are you going to do that? Or, uh, you know, like, everyone vote for Stevie. Like, I honestly think he came to him in the moment, which is mm. beyond. Like, I, yeah. I genuinely don't understand. Like, and that's what George does. But that's, what, that's why they, were, they should have taken him out at the beginning, and I truly believe that, because in terms of him being a shield and stuff, he will outplay you. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of players this whole week, including with Shawnee in the last Tribal Council of the Week as well, just found out what a lot of people in Brains vs. Brawn found out, which is George will think. Yeah. So many steps ahead of you. He is literally playing 5D and yes. I'm, like, still drawing circles. <laughs> like, uh, he is uh, so intelligent. He is so smart. Yeah. He's so quick on his feet. Yeah. And we saw that in Episode 7. Like, that was, was one of the most <laughs> wild tribals I have ever seen. I don't think I took a breath that entire <laughs> tribal council. Oh 40 and minutes of no, no breathing. <laughs> and it was, like, bomb after bomb. It wasn't just, like, one thing. Once the votes had already been casted, he jumps out and goes... Are you going to use your idol for him? Are you going to save him? He's swinging the idols, yeah. wearing oh the idols. Oh, my gosh. But th that's the thing as well, is the theatre of it is important. Mm -hmm. Because when you catch them off guard like that at the last minute and, there's, and you're just, like, yelling at them, it's hard for they them to think, think it through. Mm -hmm. There's no way that anyone for even one moment is like, but they didn't put the votes on Stevie. I mean, Simon is thinking, my vote's been nullified for George. Mm -hmm. He's played his idol. He's, like, put me into that position. He's hearing about this, all this corroborating evidence that Geordie did vote for Stevie. You wouldn't even think this block... And, and I wasn't thinking that until he started saying, Stevie, yeah. you know, how are you going to wake up tomorrow exactly. morning? Exactly. That was it. That and was then, the point. But then you jump back to when he said to Liz and Shawnee, we're an indivisible block of three. And I'm like, oh, my God, their block of three is about to win the day on a plurality vote. They're splitting them up 2-2, two, two, two nullified by an idol. But with the three to win in the seven, yep. it was just brilliant. It was like, if you have to actually rewatch the whole tribal, which I did. So I've spent 80 <laughs> minutes on this. But you, there, there's a moment where it doesn't show us what the three are talking about. And then they're like, okay, good plan. And that's the moment they say three on Fraser, but we never hear Fraser's name even yeah. spoken. Like the beauty of that. Or Fraser. I, I feel yeah. so bad. Really that like was so many newbies in the season. He has just been like complete collateral yeah. damage to the returnees just going off, basically. Oh my God. So let's put ourselves in that situation as yeah, Simon. I'm just run. <laughs> <laughs> just dumped for cover. Firstly, you're sitting there and you're hearing George tell you that. Jordy's backstabbed him. He knows about the idol. Oh. Use it now. There are so many things that are happening to Simon at that point. How would you feel? All I can think about in this whole situation is I would feel so sick if I was Geordie. Like, having... Oh, poor Geordie. Poor Geordie. I, I was sitting there being like, this is so brutal, George. He's just outed him in front of everyone. <laughs> Geordie's just sitting there, like, cannot <laughs> say any words. That was so evil, but I thought it was hilarious. But it's so... <laughs> Because it's not even just that. Like, I feel like Geordie has so often had to be, like, the referee between them. Yeah, yeah. We're just trying to have fun, guys. And But you know what? It's great 
parent prep because mm. I feel like he was like, "You kids, cut it out!" Or I'm turning this car around. Like, just you know, like I feel like he's been trying to discipline well, them, and I think he's going to be a great dad. But then uh, the one child just watched poos in the car or something. Like, like what, what do we? What's the equivalent of well, that? But I'm thinking he's trying to some, like set he's some trying. boundaries, and he's trying. I think it's it's a good showing. I actually think it's really interesting that even though Geordie shared this information that was vital with George, George was just like. Nah, don't yeah. care. I'm like throwing you under the bus. I just don't care. Like, thank you, but haha. Ha. It's, it's self-interest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also worried that now George has. I mean, everyone knew he was sly and sneaky. But mm. even if I was Johnny and Liz, I would be like, oh god, like I don't this, know. What if this happens to us? I would be starting to get paranoid. But you would also think, being Johnny and Liz, <sighs> that you may be George's Cara. Yeah, it's you know different with I mean? Johnny and Liz. I know, it's but different I just than it was with Geordie. But that was but so sure. brutal. Yeah. Like, so brutal. And there's George, and then there's George going, glory or death. <laughs> like, there's a little bit more, like, even if we knew. That. Like, every time he does <laughs> it, I'm just like, read? what is going on? No, but he said it, well, he's like, I came in with one simple mission, glory or death. I'm like, is that simple? That sounds like a lot. It's like, a that's lot. Like, yeah. And the bickering between <laughs> Simon and George, the back and forth, the little jabs at each other, the, the digs, the everything. It is so aggressive out there. Oh, my God. All right, pick a side. Simon, George. After episode seven, I feel really bad for Simon, so I'm choosing Simon. I I mean, I don't think that Simon has come across well. And, like, the thing is the tribe are saying that Simon has not been good and Mm. you have to, like, take it from them on the Mm, day. mm, But mm, you know mm. that George has been doing stuff because they literally said the words, I told you you weren't playing as good as last time or playing (laughs) worse than last time. Like, you know that. um, Yeah, you know exactly. Like, that stuff must be happening. But for me, it just makes me sad because I love them both Mm. and they are just absolutely clashing Uh. in every possible way. Have you been on a tribe with this much aggression? Never, ever. I mean, I've I've been in a few tribals where I mean, me and David had some tension. There was back and forth. We were throwing some, you know, fire fire at each other. And for me, I was like, "Whoa, this is so intense!" And then I saw this tribal, and I was like, "What is this child's play I was doing?" Oh, it's, it's on another level. Well, it's 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 not even like the obvious stuff. It's like the aggression that George shows towards Simon is very very oh. low key. It's la. It's, it's yeah. Yes. It's very passive aggressive. And it's very much a George move, and he did it all the way from the beginning. Mm. Like, little comments that George would make is there to drive everyone else's opinion of Simon. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you're a hero, or like... Um, just chipping away at Yeah, just ego. chipping away at him slowly, yeah. and being like, oh, you brought the tribe together. It was, it's all little things that George says yeah. that attacks Simon. But then Simon lashes out, and then George... Like, I think he's doing it intentionally. Like, he will play the victim. Like, he's with someone like Michael, and then mm. people will flock to it. And I'm not saying that that's completely fabricated for George. And I'm not saying that he doesn't have, like, the right to do that because I do think that Simon has been really rude to him as well. Like, I'm not saying that there are, like, any winners here, basically. But I can see how it's probably been this, like, two-sided thing of people living together 24-7 and just digging into each other. But we see with George as well, like, his intention, like, in terms of, like, other people trusting him, he walked in there a couple of hours ago with Geordie, like, voting for Simon and they're going to be this thing. But the second that it turns... And he can see in a self-interested way that, like, okay, well, I'll swap you for Stevie. Stevie's mm. more malleable. And I'll have this divide. And then I'll have the numbers, like, fully, not even just, like, being in a majority, but being, like, in the core of, like, running the full tribe. Yeah. He will backstab Geordie for it. And it was something that he came up with, like, at the tribal council. Oh, so. It's crazy. It <laughs> is actually insane. Crazy. Face is gone, which means it's time for my favourite part <laughs> of Talking Tribal. Khan crosses out your face. <laughs> Crosses, crosses out, out your face. face. Crosses, crosses out, out your face. face. Welcome back to Con. Crosses, crosses out, out your face. face. Yay! <laughs> this is so fun. <laughs> okay, who am I crossing out? Fraser somewhere. Fraser. Fraser. 
Oh, there he is. Why don't so... you just look at the picture before you get on here? And you're always like, where are they? Just, <laughs> just clock them early. I'm sorry that I'm not <laughs> studying <laughs> every single thing. Whatever. <laughs> We're crossing <laughs> Fraser's face out. I'm really sorry about this one because Poor I don't Fraser. think he really got that much of a chance to play. Same, I agree. It was collateral. Yeah. It was definitely collateral. collateral. That's the worst way to go. Oh, is it? Yeah. So, <laughs> on that note... I just feel that... Oh, sorry. sorry. I'm just, I'm upset about Fraser. Are you? <laughs> I need a minute. Did, did you actually get that close to Fraser? <laughs> <laughs> like, have you spent that much time what, seeing what Fraser? I feel, stood, stood out I feel something for Fraser. Like, I just feel like his time was cut short. He needed a little more time. Oh, I would have hated <laughs> to be in his position, just sitting there going, I can do nothing, no one can do anything, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. Oh. Oh, on that note, Operation Anaconda has been an absolute failure. Let's discuss the events that led to Shani getting ousted by the heroes. Did anyone see that coming? No, but I'm also not that shocked. Yeah. I feel like Shani was someone who was going to be going soon, in the, at least in the next few votes. Yeah, yeah. And I think with Jerry coming back, I think that threw a spanner in the works because um, Shani was so against him going in the first place and she was so vocal about it as yeah. well. I'm really shocked that they didn't vote out Jerry. I mean, I get it when, like, when they saw that Ben had an idol, I understand making him the primary, but before that, you would really think that they would vote out Jerry, considering he came back and he was like, I hate you all and I will turn on you. <laughs> and, they still, and they still were like, all right, well, you're still our plan B and we need to vote for Ben, because Ben made that fake idol that one time, but Jerry's telling them that he's Was that why? Was that why? That... Well, he never really fit in Ben, but, like, I, Yeah, still. I feel like Ben struggled to fit in with that group. But I think with Jerry, the interesting thing is, when I watch Survivor and I see Jerry there, I, I feel really bad for him. Why? Like, I feel as though, like, the tribe what? just, like... Yeah. Just, he's just... Look but down. the villains didn't. But yeah, that's the whole point exactly. of why, he, like, George was like, you will be an ally and you're going to be part of a group and they call him Old Spice. Yeah. And, um... And <laughs> so sweet. Yeah, exactly. So that's, like, a nice thing. And so Maybe he feels really included. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so I think... That, and that's the thing with Jerry. I mean, that was a hilarious scene that he would sit there and, like, he, like, called out Sam specifically, being like, you told me yeah. that you didn't care if I came back. And Sam was probably like, why did I do that? I know. We knew that was going to go back, come back to bite gonna... in the ass. Like, uh, we literally said that last week. It was never going to go down well. Like, that was the one line that was not supposed oh. to be said. It was particularly bad. But then, so then they... they <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, they were going for Ben. Ben has basically been the target for two of the three heroes, mm -hmm. tribal councils, and gotten mm -hmm. out of it due to the twist and then an idol. And I understood what he was trying to do. He's trying to, like, push it onto Shani so he doesn't have to use his idol. But I think he had a good read to be like, this probably isn't enough. I'm a little bit scared. And I usually say, if you have a public idol, but they can split the, the votes, you, you do have to play it. So I think that he, he did right on that. That's Thanks. an equation that I had. <laughs> well, they, they split on, yeah, you should have played your idol. But you didn't know that you were the target at all. Whereas, no. like, Ben knows that he's a possible target. So he, like, that was scary for him. I've insulted you now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to recover from this. I don't know how we can be friends. Do we just go home now? People will literally think that we're not friends if you keep going with them. We are friends. We are Thank friends. Now, before we actually get to that whole tribal, let's talk about the immunity challenge. Shawnee, she did really well. She was always going to do well in that. Yeah. I did a challenge just like this with Shawnee, and she could have lasted so much longer than she did with me. My knees had completely she seized was up. Yeah. I was in agony, and she just sits there like this. I'm like, are you awake, bro? <laughs> What's going on? It's incredible. She is so amazing when it comes to anything like that, anything core. It's all those Pilates. Babe, you know, she's uh, when, doing a lot of Pilates. When I look at her in that challenge and, like, she's chilled, I'm like, what's going through your mind? I reckon it's just, like, the shoes I can buy with yeah. the $500,000 if I stay here. Because that's what I think about when yeah. I'm out there. I'm like, do it for the shoes. Do it for the shoes. <laughs> 
she was amazing. Why did Paige so... care so much about about who were drunk? Oh my no. gosh! Yes. It was not it literally had multiple confessionals being like. This doesn't matter. They lasted the longest of yeah. anyone. It's mm -hmm. just that Shawnee and Liz were that good and Olympian and Shawnee. Mm -hmm. Like, that's really tough. And she was just kept going on about it. Like, Shawnee threw it. Why would Shawnee throw it? Jerry is possibly on the chopping block. She just kept going on mm -hmm. about it. Did you replay that? Yeah, she said throw. Did you, no, as in, did you re watch the challenge back? Yeah, no, so it looked like it, it was Shawnee. Like it was Shawnee, yeah. But who cares? But like, and like, it sounded like an involvement. She said she made the decision for us. And then it's not, it's like an involuntary, like, physical response and, like, it happens so quickly that you might not know and Paige had been struggling. Like, it's honestly irrelevant. Like, Chani even said, like, why aren't we celebrating yeah. that we... That, that's I what it is. No that. one was blaming anyone I except Paige. I think when you're out there and it, it is a, a, a tribe challenge like that, sometimes if you're the last one, you do blame yourself. I think it's just a natural oh, reaction. Mm. <laughs> oh, Shani. Yeah. But, yeah, no, but that's why you would be like, it wasn't my fault, it wasn't my fault, because you think, it, like, everyone would be blaming you. Yeah, yeah. but it was like, too much. Like, I felt, so, like, there, there was a challenge in my season where... I think I was shooting things out of, like, a slingshot and I was the one that they chose to shoot things out of a slingshot. Why? Well, don't know. I'm, I'm literally <laughs> you not... You don't do that a lot in your day yeah, life. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, between DJing and cooking, I shoot slingshots. <laughs> um, but I felt like I had let the tribe down and I was basically like, that was on me, I'm mm. really sorry, but also... Why was I up there? So, um, <laughs> but you do feel a little bit of stress and then yeah. you start panicking if, if they don't have anyone who they want to go home, are they going to just pick me because mm. I was the one that dropped it or they something like that? They were never picking Paige. They went out on never. a limb for her last time that they wouldn't send her home in the <laughs> yeah. twist. Like, I, firstly, I thought that, not that I'm like a physical expert, this is not my expertise, but I thought it was weird that they didn't play Hayley and they I played Jerry. Too. Like, I felt like they, like, it felt like they mm -hmm. had maybe other people that they could have put in. And, yeah, I don't understand why it was such a big thing. But then Ben takes it and runs with it, mm. as he should. And I thought that that was pretty well done. Pretty clever. I know you don't think that Shani threw the challenge. Do you think that Shani threw the challenge? I don't think Shani threw it. I think yeah, I, I, I think it was just a slip. I don't think so either. Like, like it, it makes no sense. sense. It's impossible that she threw that challenge. <laughs> that, her legs slightly fell after an hour and ten minutes of keeping her legs up. She was a normal human being. How do you, you would have done well in that. Oh, I don't know, because, I mean, when, when I did it with Sean, we lasted quite a long time. I think she said two hours and five minutes yeah, or something ridiculous. But I was in excruciating pain. Mm. And then You're afterwards, once though. I... Yeah, I know. But it was just, like, my pain was a lot different to the pain Sean was feeling. And once my legs dropped, it's true, you, want, you, you just slip. You can't do anything about it. I couldn't walk. I had to get carried off the... Mm. By Simon. The, <laughs> they Simon just bring Simon in and fly him Mine was uh, right. someone else we shall not mention. But... <laughs> oh, my God, and here he is! No. <laughs> I'm out. I quit. <laughs> All right, moving on. In this episode, we also see Ben find an idol. But before he finds the idol, he finds this. There's this. And I don't know what I've just found. Like, is this... Is this a an immunity idol? Is this a clue? I've watched quite a bit of Survivor and I haven't, to my knowledge, seen anything quite like this. I know that it's not an immunity idol. It comes with no instructions confirming that it is. Isn't it also funny that the first thing you do when you find anything is you go look in the well? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you always, always just go look in the well. Check the well. <laughs> um, that was really shady because, poor like, Simon. yeah, poor Simon. No one could possibly believe that this is a real <laughs> idol. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it should be noted everything that's being done for Simon right now. He's getting caught out on the matters having an idol. Mm. He's getting yeah. like torn apart from Stevie that he really put a lot of work into connecting with over mm. an idol. 
He doesn't have an idol. No, he doesn't even have an idol. <laughs> but it's a cookie shape. Well, what is it supposed to be? Well, I, we're done asking the question. <laughs> we don't we'll never know. Oh. Is it just something to draw your attention to what the idol should look like? for you to then find the idol. Well, that is what, like, then Ben finds it. But yeah. I feel like you didn't need a clue to find what Ben... Like, Shawnee did find with the coconut. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah it was the same thing. with a giant yeah. thing on it. So that would be my first clue. Yeah, I wouldn't need, like, the, the additional previous clue. So, yeah, I mean, it was a big week for finding idols as well for Shawnee mm. getting yeah, two. Yeah, my so, God. Yeah. So Ben obviously finds an idol. Mm -hmm. He goes to tribal with one. Let's discuss Ben. How do you think he went? I'm proud of him. I think he's played this all really well. Like, he... He worked hard, he found the idol when he needed to, and things worked out for him. Yeah, I thought this was a great episode. I have more thoughts in the next episode. I didn't think the swap was played so well. But, I, yeah, I mean, he's reading it right. He's nullifying the majority of the votes. And he, it kind of worked to get the votes on Shiny. I thought it was a good try, mm. and then when it didn't work, he could still fall mm -hmm. back on, like, I will use the idol. So mm. I think it made a lot of sense. Drop your bus, it's Tribe Swap, and this time, the Survivor Gods delivered. I, I just can't put into words how excited I am. Like, what a power team, power tribe. This has to be the most stacked and jacked tribe in Australian Survivor history, and I am so glad to be a part of it. I can't deal with the slow-mos. The gratuitous abs. I, I literally <laughs> cannot deal with the slow-mos. Like, I will watch that over and over and over again. <laughs> that is Survivor. Like, that is what I'm here for. <laughs> I honestly think we should put those faces and rigs in a calendar, sell them, and just make some bank. We'll talk after this. Let's organise We'll that. just do it. Um, what do you guys think of... This tribe, it's like, ridiculous. come on. It's insane. I mean, like, a lot is going to be on the guys that's so strong, but also, like, Nina, Nina? Hayley, and Liz is, is an Olympian. Insane. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a ridiculous tribe. Like, if they ever lose, I think they'll have to try to throw something because they're just insanely yeah. strong. I definitely want to be on that tribe for many reasons. Oh, <laughs> multiple reasons. But There's they're... one of them right there. <laughs> <laughs> Reason one. Um, how have your experiences been with tribe swaps? I think I've been pretty lucky. I've always had... One of my closest allies swapped with me. All-Stars, I think I was, yeah, I was blessed. Mm. I um, have never been screwed over with a tribe swap, but I've seen what it can do and it can really make or break your game. Mm. On my season on Blood vs. Water, I got Sam and I didn't know how I would feel about that, but Sam and I became, like, best friends yep. because of the tribe swap and we're friends now, so I was really happy with my tribe yeah. swap, even though I ended up getting backstabbed by her and her husband and getting sent <laughs> yeah. home with an idol. But I, 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 yeah, besides from that, I really enjoyed it. We also see this episode that the tribe swap is also the survivor auction. Mm. It's together. I have not been in an auction, so I have nothing to talk about. I love an auction, but it's also a very stressful time, especially when you're sharing the bank with your whole tribe because mm. you don't want to be the person that overspends because that could just put a massive yeah. target on your back. Mm -hmm. So you kind of just sit there half the time shaking, being like, I really want that and I can't do it. And then all of a sudden the auction ends and you can be sent home with nothing. Is it really weird that Sean just, like, how much did he bet? It was like 500 yeah. on, like... The max. Yeah. And Flick did as well, close to the max. But they all were starting to do it. George and Paige were going back and forth. I'm like, that is both of your money. You're outbidding each other on the pool yeah. that you share. But it was, I, I thought it was really weird that he... The Sean did that on pasta? I was, was wondering, was did, we, did we miss something where they had said, Sean, if you need something for more fuel because you're out oh, muscles, carbs. you know, maybe? Yeah. But otherwise, I'd be sitting there being like, damn you, that's my money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think of the entire situation? 
Yeah, so the Survivor auction obviously usually happens post-merge. It's only a couple of times ever, mm. some Survivor Thailand and in your season in All Stars, mm. that it has been pre-merge, which obviously adds a whole other layer of like the dilemma of selfishness, selflessness. Like, can you? They gave like basically three hundred twenty dollars, and people were going above it and really showing their hand. It made Ben look like someone who was very strategic as well. So mm. I love that layer that they added to it. I found it really interesting that like they were fighting so hard over that onion. The onion, yeah. The onion. I but hate also, the cloches. I hate the cloches, but I'm also like, why are you eating the raw onion? Take that home, chop it up, yeah, put it into your allowed. rice. Mix it in. But you're not rice. allowed oh. to take things back from the auction, right? Oh, but you can just shove it. <laughs> you can buy things. You what is that onion-shaped bulge? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's what happened to Johnny and I. We tried, we, Johnny and I won a massive bowl of lollies between us and we were shoving in all of our pockets and down <laughs> our bras and things, and Jonathan took the whole thing off her. Oh, oh my bras. God. Wait. Down my lip. Oh, yeah, I shoved it in every <laughs> crevice. <laughs> Talking about being sneaky, there was a challenge in my season where we had a picnic with our loved ones, and Amy wasn't allowed to eat what we were eating because we had won the challenge. So what I was doing was I was putting honey on myself and I would go in for hugs with her oh. and then she ended up getting honey on her hand and she'd walk around licking her oh arms. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so You're honestly so desperate. I, oh, we are. I don't blame you at all, but yeah. yeah. I, I would have done the same for you, babe. I would have been like, here's honey all, all on this floor here. <laughs> <laughs> now, we find ourselves watching a really emotional moment with Geordie and Sam Frost mm. and their baby. Oh, my God, I can't believe she's pregnant. I know. That was so exciting. But also it killed me to watch Matt oh. give up that spot. Oh, my God, when he started crying. Oh, yeah. my God. And he's like, tears, are, tears of happiness. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you they said no, no, they weren't. Your well, heart like, is breaking. Matt, was... like, Matt, Matt's wife is pregnant. And Jordy's like, me too. <laughs> like, I know. Like... Just their life, they had two pregnant, yeah. <laughs> pregnant wives. Yeah. I really thought that they were going to do that thing where sometimes they're like, oh, OK, $200. If you want to match it, no. you yeah. get... It's a survivor. Only one person talks to the baby mama. <laughs> it was Villain. So <laughs> See what you get home. <laughs> oh, it was very emotional. It was, it was, it was very sweet. And I feel yeah. like down the track, Geordie can never turn on Matt. He has, yes, <laughs> that yeah. is the nicest thing that anyone could do. Well, he's a yeah. hero. That's why. But I think it was like, it came at a good time, I think, for Geordie with what we'd seen. Like, he was really reeling mm. from mm. everything that had happened with George. And as, as he said, he's doing it all in a very different frame of mind as when he played in your season. And to just see that, I think, well, it was funny to me how Sam Frost was like, how's it going? And like, he's like, how do I explain what I just experienced with George? Yeah. He's like, I'm I having fun. Yeah. yeah. Like That's a hostage true. would be like, it's going very well. Yeah. Thank you, honey. Yeah. But, uh, do you know what? I, when I was watching that, watching him speak to Sam, I could really tell that he was a completely different person to what he mm. was on my season. He was, he's there for completely different, as you said, reasons. Like, the joy on his face and, like, oh, it's so Sweet. cute. It's going to be a cute baby boy. Anyway, enough chat about babies. It is time for Shannon's World of Survivor. Yeah, so on World of Survivor, we are talking about auctions. The first Survivor auction was all the way back in the Australian Outback in 2001, I think it was. So it's been going on for decades. It's an institution that, as I've mentioned before on Talking Tribal, is actually not done in the US anymore ever since season 30. So we really try to hold on to it here in the International Survivor. So what's great about that is we can look at some of the biggest prizes in auction history. Now, usually you get stuff like you had in your season of All Stars, like Phoebe, and then she chose AK to get like mm -hmm. every prize. Every, yeah. Luke had that. We've seen that in Survivor South Africa as well. The biggest plate you can take from everyone. We've seen someone in Survivor South Africa season four win a car. 
we're outbidding someone and then it was keys. Like, can you imagine being outbid oh and God, it's keys? And I think that to me was the biggest thing. Until now, and Khan, this is so relevant for you because George gets the last one, outbids Paige mm -hmm. to not only get food, a party, tons of fun, the idol that will help to send Paige home later in the episode, and the $60,000 prize that you won, but secret. Like, can you think of a bigger prize? No, and I'm so jealous. because You I won 60K. I won 60K, but it made me yeah. target, like, the prime target yeah. That, yeah. that episode. I feel like George getting to do it only in front of two of his, like, best friends, yeah. basically. Yeah is really a massive advantage. He gets the money, he gets to eat, there's an idol found, and no one even knows that he's won it. Yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you about his decision to take Shawnee and Liz, because usually I would feel like you don't take your closest allies, you leave them back to connect with people, to keep an eye on things, you take someone that you could, maybe someone like the new mm. heroes that you're with who you can bond with. But I think the one word for me that made this okay is surprise. It was a surprise party with lots of surprises and they said that. Mm. And for him to go and be like, I'm not letting anyone in on whatever the secret surprise is, really worked out for him because then they get yeah. the idol collectively. It's not something that they're sneaking around or that someone even has the opportunity uh, like otherwise to find. Mm. And we do know that, like again, hate to bring it up, but you won the 60K, went home that episode. Yeah. It definitely added to what people were thinking about you. And I, we didn't see them come back from the surprise party, but I don't know that anyone else knows. So it's, it's great for George to have like these secret things with his allies. It, it's like um, it's, there's a car curse, isn't there? That we, yeah. that we talk about. Yes. Well, Would you? In, yeah, not anymore, really. But yeah. Yeah. It Would you have? Well, because it got changed to. The no, city. someone won Central after they. Oh, yeah, really? In, yeah, South Africa. Okay. But it's otherwise. <laughs> it is yeah, pretty. There has been a curse. You know, there has been, and otherwise, other than Survivor South Africa car curse. But I think it, it the, the the like theory around all of that is. You have this big thing, mm. money or a car, like the equivalent money to a car or more, and people are like, that's, that's enough. Mm. And then people don't know that about George. And that's, mm. unless like at a point, Shawnee and Liz use it against him, mm. that's a good position to be in. If you could, would you give up your 60 grand in order to potentially stay in the game? <laughs> a hard question. <laughs> Do I still win that challenge? You win the challenge, yep. I'll give up the money. Really? I, I cared more about winning that challenge than what? I cared about that money. Because, I'll take the 60k. No, because like in, a, in Survivor, don't you reckon there <laughs> yeah. are times, there are moments in Survivor where there are certain things that you want to do, right? Yeah. Winning a challenge by myself, individually, was something that yeah. I really wanted yeah. to do. So, you know what I want to do? Have $60,000. <laughs> <laughs> Same. And also, like, with that challenge, like, winning the 60k wasn't going to be something that was going to be beneficial to the tribe dynamics. Like, it's yeah. just, it's a scary thing. Like, I really, I didn't think about it at the time. I think, for me, at that moment, I looked at it and I went, this challenge is a challenge that I know I can do well in. Like, because it wasn't very physical. It was really just about staying balanced. Like, and I, I know that I can do that. Yeah. But I would have rather be in George's situation than winning yeah. it on, oh, in my gosh. situation. Oh, my God, he didn't even win yeah. a challenge for it. He bid for it. He goes to this party oh for God. it. There's all these things happening and no one else knows about it except his allies. Is, it's yeah, so, unfair. so unfair. <laughs> anyway, Paige wanted a revenge on Benji and got hunted by George. Think about what God would want. What, what would God, God want? I don't think God likes Paige. It's so harsh. <laughs> it is so harsh, but it's so funny. It is oh, such that's a That's my line, line of the season. Oh, 100% the line, line, line of the season. Yeah. Another T-shirt we need to get. Yeah, I don't think I'd oh like to we need to make money off this. George probably is already pressure. selling that merch, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, can be, you can probably buy it from the store. But hilarious. Oh. So, so funny. And, yeah, I mean, Paige was being very much, like, in that, like, 
overly bossy, mm. like, leader role that often goes at, like, a swap or emerge when they don't have the numbers and, like, you're the person we've chosen. Yeah. So, end of story is... God hates Paige. <laughs> 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 now, moving on, we've got Ben coming for George. What do you guys think? I have so many feelings. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, w- good you. I, I was really happy about the idol play. And then when he got to the swap, he stuck with the heroes, but he got voted out yesterday. Yeah. They voted him out and they would have voted him out even before without the twist. Like, these are not friends for you. And I understand that it's hard because who wants to go to the villains who have very few numbers and are chaotic in and of mm. themselves? But, like, mm. they're coming for you anyway. They, they took the other side telling Paige not to go for Ben. And... They've continuously just voted for you. Like, these are not your friends, Ben. Like, please go. I was just begging for him to go to George and be like, they voted me out yesterday. And George had the right instinct to be like, because they want Ben, I'm not voting for Ben. You know, I'll vote for a different hero, which Mm. was completely the right move. No point fracturing the heroes on their terms. You do it on your own terms. But Ben, like, the fact that he was still going, he's like, he said to Jerry, he's like, we'll we'll show our loyalty. I'm like, the loyalty to the people who keep voting for you or targeting you. Do you think it was also, though, because... He was playing with them. He knew them. He felt he knew comfort that they there. They voted for him all yeah. the time. No, but then yeah. um, there was comfort there of like people that you do know. And I, it's not a good move, but I just felt like what he was doing was like, oh, it's different now because these are all new people that we're playing with. We're going to stick together. But what's the end game in that to play with people that have not wanted to play with you? Like, it's just not a long, good, like, long term game. Like, George could have also gone to Ben, I feel. He's trying to win on the plurality 4 3 1. He's like, there's no point even, you know, working with Ben because his vote is irrelevant. He could try and bring him in, but I really mm. think that was more, more on Ben. I mean, look what Jerry does. Jerry's out. Mm. Good for him. They voted into the other tribe, and he's like, now I'm gone. You know, and, like, I, I actually, I back that so much more than Ben. Jerry flipped. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, Jerry. Also, Ben and Jerry the whole time, right? Uh, like, no, I know, I was yeah. thinking that too. Yeah. Uh, so enough about Ben. Shawnee, this episode was absolutely phenomenal. She was like, that vibe is off. Not my first rodeo. <laughs> well, not my first rodeo. <laughs> I know. She's got so much sass, but somehow she can get away with saying anything. Yeah, and it comes off as like just really lovely and fun, even though she's being like an absolute bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, she's balling. Like, that was amazing. I love it, though. No, I love Shoddy. Yeah. It's so true, though. But and, and what she said is right. You can tell if something's up. You've got this feeling in your gut whether you trust it or not. Mm. But I think being your third time playing, you know when to trust your gut. And if everyone's whispering and if, if you're walking up to someone and suddenly the conversation stops or changes, you know something's off. Yeah, I mean, it was the fact that they were whispering right next to her mm. about nothing. They're like, we're still going, and we're still going with the plan. They're whispering to Ben, their presumed target. So it's pretty easy <laughs> to see that I the vibe is... I think that's the silliest thing. Like, that's, that's... That was newbies getting played yeah. by yeah. Shawnee and George. And Flick, fun fact for everyone, fun stat in my stat book, the last seven tribal councils that Flick and George have played together, going back to their last season, she has voted for him five of those seven tribal councils and he has not once gone home. <laughs> not even one time. So, yeah, that was, I mean, Flick and, and the newbie heroes whispering to each other about nothing and just finding out what happens when you go toe-to-toe with George and mm-hmm. Shawnee, who are running the entire game. And do you think that if Shawnee only had that one idol, though, she would have used it? No. Really? I, do. I don't think so. I actually think she might have. I think she would have. Mm. I think she would have. You can always find another idol. You can't but find you another, can't find another ally like mm. that. Then the way that she and George and Liz are that close, Liz is on the other tribe, not necessarily in the best spot. I mean, she could always pass an idol there. But I think, like, right now she's sensing the vibe and she played it. It was a 4 4. The vibe. Yeah, I love it. It's all about but the vibe. I know the vibe was off, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> the vibe was off. The vibe was off. The vibe was off, but it was still a risk. And I don't know if it was me and I had an idol no one knew about, if I would 
waste it. Well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a waste. Like she would. Well, I mean, like I don't know. It was a four-four. Would Ben switch to not go to rocks? I don't even know anymore. I think Ben might go to rocks for those heroes who keep voting yeah. for him. I don't know. Does Jerry switch? I'm not 100 percent sure. I think it helps. I still think they probably would have won the day on the four-four. Mm -hmm. I think. I hope Ben is swapping at that point, but. It's not a waste, like, to keep George around. Between George and Shawnee, they're finding the next idol that gets hidden, you know? Like, yeah, you just go and find them. Like, I really would back them to do that. I don't know if she would have, but I think it would have been a good move to do it here when you if have the public idol yeah. that you've all found together. It's kind of also George's idol. It makes a lot of sense. Mm. It builds trust as well. And the instinct as well, not just to play it because of the whispering, but to play it for George. Yeah, yeah. imagine was if they, really, they really were good. secretly going for Sean. Yeah. That would have really so, and hurt. That, and then she would have gone home with an idol, you know? With two. That would have sucked. She would have gone home she with would have two. She would have erroneously oh, yeah. played one and yeah, then gone home with one, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Someone going home with an idol? But oh. that's, that's, a, that's a great read by Shawnee. Mm. Like, that's a like classic Shawnee. That's experience. Mm. Yeah, but also... George is the target. Like yeah, she, she was kind of, yeah. she kind of heard it, like like around camp. And they do mm. always vote for George. Flick, <laughs> if Flick is at a tribal council, she's voting for George, and he's not going home. So that was a good tell as well. So you reckon that if this continues and they're at the same tribal again, Flick will continue to vote for George? I think we're starting to set some records. <laughs> like I truly think. Really? I, I mean, like how often could you vote for someone over and over again, but then not going home? And now it's across two seasons. Like, just literally go look at her voting stats on Wikipedia. It's George, George, George. He's not going home. Maybe it's just like if you try the same thing over and over again and you get the same result. Oh, my yeah. God. I actually feel really bad for Paige because she was one of my favourites earlier on. I really liked Paige. Yeah, I really liked Paige until, like, the last oh two God. episodes. But what was, the, what was the turning point? Like, when did she become bossy. bossy? I think it was when they, like, swapped. Like, she felt the need to be, like, the head honcho kind of taking yeah, in the, the lead. Yeah, absence of Sean and yeah. Sam yeah. leading the way. Yeah. Oh, poor Paige. Oh, now you're mistake. gone. And I, actually think the page, I actually thought the page was going to go really far. So did I. Anyway, moving on, though, we've now seen the new tribes. We've got the really jacked tribe. Jacked and stacked. Yeah, and then we've got the other tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about who's safe and who's not in both tribes. Mm. I mean, mm. on the tribe that we watched go to tribal council, the heroes, I think we saw, like, that George is saying that they're begging for their lives in terms of the people who didn't vote correctly now, mm. Ben, Matt, Flick. And that's what really kills me for Ben. It's like, be in the numbers and then you're at mm. least ahead mm. of mm. Matt and Flick. Now I'm really worried for him because I think Matt is physically necessary. Mm. Like, again, like, <laughs> it's really a drop in the ocean against the other tribe, but literally the ocean, he's a, he's a lifeguard. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, so I think he, like, he's physically necessary. And Flick, you know, like, the, the, the returnees have these relationships from before. Mm -hmm. mm. For George and Flick, like... Part of that, they played against each other, but sometimes better the devil you know. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of feel like they might just vote out Ben. Yeah. So I don't feel great about his spot on that mm. tribe. Yeah, I actually think that Ben's the one that's in trouble on that tribe as well. I just feel as though um, he's made silly moves during the swap, yeah. and now he's finding himself in a really, really uncomfortable position. But maybe George will see, like, he's not with those other heroes. Like, if you, if you keep someone like Matt, mm. he's just going to go right back to the meat tray mm. and... I just, he is physically necessary. But you're saying that, yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to yeah. say. It's like, really you can't really get rid of Flick and you can't get rid of Matt because yeah, so you need some necessary. sort of strength, strength. On, that, so on that tribe to go against the other one. And Flick needs to be there to keep voting for George. <laughs> so, yeah, so we've, we've got to do that. The other tribe, I mean, I kind of feel like Liz could be in trouble. Uh -huh. especially with it being clear how close she is to George and everyone's mm. always so worried about George and she's a newbie who will be collateral for a returnee that's basically been the theme of the season mm. so I could see that mm. but they, they're thinking maybe like you take out a huge threat early like a Simon or a Haley before they get to emerge I think Simon's in trouble mm. I know like he's great he's muscly we've got the beef you know the boys 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 but also there's so many guys on that Jack Stacked tribe that really oh, they don't need, they don't need him no. just, they don't need him for strength anymore uh, yeah. and also 
He's got a lot of targets on his back now. What about Geordie, though? I know you guys might have mixed thoughts on this, but I think he's playing quite well. I've liked a lot of it. It's just yeah. that one thing that stuffed him up. Right. Because I, in my mind... One if thing, I, big thing. If, <laughs> I was on, if I was on that Jack Stack tribe and I was looking into it, I would think that Geordie is in the worst position because he's not as strong as Simon. So if they wanted to go down the route of steal the strong boys but together... But they're so strong anyway. Yeah, like, but, I th- but would you rather not just continue to stack that so you don't even go to a tribal? Well, they think that Simon has an idol, so that's going to put him on the pecking order above mm. Geordie. Mm-hmm. And if they have the Simon power now... Has exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so they probably will go for Simon on that. Geordie has nothing. Mm. So, like, why not bring him in, mm. I feel? I also disagree with the listing, though, because I actually think that entire tribe really thinks that, like... Braun is super important mm. and I think that they're going to want some really strong females there still. Mm, but they're very hero strong. I mean, how is Haley's name not coming up? I know. Yeah. She's it's, right there it's, this, it's the same thing I that I, I talk about it all the time. Haley's very, very good at downplaying her threat levels. Mm-hmm. She does it immaculately. She plays the victim really well, but it's like, no, not the victim, the damsel in distress yeah. thing very well. I've said it before, I'm going to say I mean, it again. she's like, been in distress. It's been distressing. Like she's, been on, she's been on the bottom. I think it's distressing for anyone that jumps into Survivor, but I think she <laughs> plays on it very, very well. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I think that that's something they could look at if they ever go to Tribal Council, mm. which I think is probably pretty unlikely. Mm. It's just crazy to me that I know we said preseason the returnees are going to dominate. Mm. But did we think it was going to be at the level where, you know, Jackie gets medevaced and otherwise no, no other one. returnees mm. have gone home? Mm. They came in 11 returnees, 13 newbies. There are 10 returnees, five newbies, eight of them, and mostly as collateral damage. Mm. It's mostly Simon versus George yeah. with Jordy <laughs> in there, collateral. You know, Sean and Haley and everybody, you know, like, for yeah, most of the time. Yeah. And there's just been, oh, it's just so much of a mess for the it newbies. It's true, though, right? It's just like, it's like a returnee season and then mm. they've got their pawns in there to just get rid of when in they In five need rounds, to, like... it's going to be a tr- true returnee season, only returnees <laughs> yeah, left. Yeah, exactly. Uh, t- talking about returnees, I actually haven't seen much from Nina yet. Mm. And I'm really surprised because I'm like, mm. I'm wondering if she's doing things behind the scenes that we haven't seen, because we know earlier in Blood Versus Water that even though she was doing things, she kept very down low yeah. about it. So I wonder if we're not seeing much from her is because she's having these little quiet conversations. Well, we see her, like, saying to Shani, like, Jerry was on the split, which is obviously making that social connection, but mm. is against kind of what the tribe wants. So that's an interesting kind of individual relationship builder. Mm. Something I thought was fascinating was Jerry comes back and he's like, I'm going to tell you the whole hierarchy <laughs> and mm. insult you guys, and it's like every right he was mad. but. I thought it had been, like, a seven, the four guys and then, like, Paige, Flick and Nina, mm. and he describes it as a six. So I wonder if Nina's a little further down than I yeah. thought she was. But I'm not super sure where she was placed. Yeah, yeah so I, cause I, my feeling's like she's either just very good at playing and she's keeping it very low-key or she's on the outs. I think your first one. I reckon yeah. she, I've got a lot of faith in Nina. I know, because I, I, I had her as my winner. I yeah, think she's, she's playing really well. She's staying out of drama. She's keeping her mouth shut when she needs to, but she's not pissing anyone off. And I think that's that's a really smart. Like she's she's just cruising. Yeah. No, nah, nice place to be. It's a nice anyway, place to be. So next we are going to chat to one of these crossed off faces. Fraser, thank you so much for joining me. I'm a little bit scared because you are a real estate agent and they freak me out. <laughs> don't be honestly I'm probably the nicest agent you'll meet I don't believe you you were on the villains tribe like I feel as though like you played right into that role you're a real estate agent that's definitely a villain to me tell me about your experience as a villain look you know what when the opportunity of going on survivor comes up whatever they're gonna want to cast you as you just gotta lean into it you know if there was an opportunity to be a hero awesome I'll take it but when they say phrase 
you're definitely a villain. I go, let's go. But yeah, no, look, at the end of the day, it gave me the ability to kind of go, you know what? No bullshit. Let's have fun with this. We don't need to be there, you know, talking about how awesome we are, how morally and ethically responsible we are. You know what? We can just play it to to be selfish. <laughs> play it how we want it, how we want to do it, you know, and play it how we want to see the game unfold. Love it. Love it. Did you have a did you have a strategy in mind when you went into the game? Look, I knew from the outset I'm a smaller guy. I'm five seven. I'm the same height as Kanye, actually, just FYI. But I'm five seven. I'm a small frame. I'm I'm not big. I'm not, you know, I'm not going up against guys like Sean and David who, you know, are athletes, right, in their field. So I knew that that wasn't going to be my strong suit. I knew that that wasn't my asset, what I'm bringing to the game. So really for me going into it, I didn't want to be a pink flamingo. I didn't want to be outrageous. I wasn't going to say crazy things like George. I just wanted to play quiet, really collect myself, observe and just, you know, slowly find my position, slowly make inroads with people and really make those relationships and that social game be the strongest part of my personal game. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. I played quiet. I played under the radar. I didn't make crazy assumptions or try to, you know, throw people off guard. I really wanted to get along with everyone and cement myself as a really important figure of our tribe that, oh, phrase we would never vote phrase out. He's safe. Did you find that it was hard? Like, you, obviously, that was your game plan, but did you think it was harder to do that playing as a newbie with returnees? Look, definitely. And the hard thing was, looking back on it now, I can go massive, massive benefit to be a returning player. I think the strength of knowledge and knowing exactly how the game works, yeah, knowing how to set yourself up is an incredible advantage. But when you're there and all the returning players are talking about how much of a disadvantage it is because everyone has watched you before, everyone's seen how you play, and if you played villainous in your past season, you're going to be a pretty big threat moving forward. But they all played it down. Everyone was saying how bad it was to be a returning player, and you kind of believe them. <laughs> I love it. You kind of just believe them. Oh, I would have done the same. Like I feel like when you're out there, when people speak to you, you just believe them. Yeah. And it's like, why? Why are we doing uh, that? Yeah, and b- because they had that experience under their belt, for some reason you just think, you know what, I should listen to what they're saying. I should trust their opinion that little bit more because you want to believe the best in people. As much as you know everyone's out there for themselves, this is individual game whilst we're still two tribes, I like to see the best in people. And maybe that was my downfall. Oh, so cute. That's so nice. (laughs) Maybe you're not a villain. (laughs) Are there any like stand-up moments for you, like something that you're super proud of or something that you regret? Yeah. You know what? You can overanalyze it. As soon as you're taught your snuff, you can, you know, really think back and go, oh, did I do this correctly? What if I changed this? But honestly, every single conversation or smallest moment in the game is a butterfly or sets the butterfly effect to change the course of the rest of the game. And I think there's so many of those pivotal sliding door moments that you can never pick one. You do one thing differently and it changes the next vote, you know? So I do think that there is a lot of luck involved with getting yourself to the end. Mm. And you just hope at the end you've done enough to set yourself up to win everyone's 
approval that you are deserving of sole survivor. But I think to answer your question, look, really proud moment. I think I left well and I'm happy with how, I guess you would say, my sportsman-like behaviour when I did get my torch snuffed. Although it was a really big blindside and something that was so unexpected uh, that you can't plan for in that moment, I held my head high, I hugged my best mates and wished them well. Yeah. Those are my official questions, but now I've got like questions that I really want to know. Tell me. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go for it. So that tribal was intense, right? Yeah. But there were lead up moments to that tribal. Did you guys go in being like, yeah, we're definitely going to put our votes on Simon? Absolutely. 110%. There is nothing I've been more sure of. It was so set in stone that Simon would be going home. Why? You know what? I think at that point in time, everything had also been very predictable, Uh right? Even though there were a couple spanners in the works and, you know, the vote where Mimi went home, that flipped then and there at Tribal, things felt super cushy and comfortable and just there wasn't, it wasn't exciting enough. And that seems so silly. It's not silly. It seems silly to be like, let's shake things up. And then next thing you know, by doing that, I'm going home. And that's, you know, it's a double-edged sword, right? But it's the game of Survivor. Exactly. Like, I feel as though when you're out there, you feel so differently to watching it at home. When you're out there, if nothing's happening, like, why is nothing happening? Like, I'm I'm here to play. Exactly. And you got to remember, there is nothing else to do. You're there on a beach 24 hours a day in the middle of nowhere, right? And you're like, this is getting a little predictable. This is getting a little bit boring. Let's have some fun. And whilst I hadn't, I always knew that at some point in time, it was going to be time to write Simon's name down. It just happened earlier than I anticipated. And when the idea came up and Geordie spoke to me and he said, phrase, let's do it. I said, you know what, let's go for it. So let, let me just paint this picture because you walk into tribal. <laughs> uh, it's a long tribal, so we will talk about the rest of it later. But like, yeah. so I'm just picturing walking into tribal. Was the atmosphere different? Like, or did it feel different? Were you like, yeah, we've got this. We're in control. Going into tribal, I felt that it was, yeah, Simon had no clue. He had no idea. He were if, if everything had moved according to plan and there wasn't this incredible twist that Jonathan just throws at us. Uh, you know what, I'd, I'd still be sitting on the beach that night having coconut, you know. So yeah. it, was, it was perfectly curated until that final moment where Jonathan said this was not going to be a standard tribal council. So did you, when you went into the tribal, you, you've, now there's a challenge, there's this challenge, Simon wins the challenge, blah, 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 who cares. Did you think at that moment you could be in trouble? I didn't. I actually didn't. And, you know, I didn't feel that that I, – I thought for sure next best situation would be Stevie. But going to tribal in, in the first place, it was me, Geordie, Shawnee, Liz, and George, five of us, right, going to vote for Simon. Clear majority. When Simon wins individual immunity, yeah, there was a moment of panic and stress. Yeah. However, I – I felt as as though at least the conversations to take out Simon would have held us through as a type five to take out the natural next progression being Stevie. Mm. George had other plans. He wanted to do his whole 
song and dance and make a big show of it. And you know what? Good on him for doing it. But yeah, I, I little moment of panic and pressure. However, honestly, didn't see it coming. Was your mind blown? Like I feel as though if I was sitting there and George went, Jordy did this, I would be like, <sighs> yeah. It was crazy. It was so tense. And this was the boiling point. Like this was the moment. This is building up for two weeks. We've been sitting on this beach together with George and Simon who hate each other. Yeah. With absolute passion, right? And they're both just talking about each other, bitching about each other behind each other's back to everyone, right? You're kind of just getting, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. You don't like George, whatever. Like, yeah, tell me something new, you know? There was just this tension point and there were a few remarks made by both of them at each other that just caused this eruption and this explosion. And it was Simon calling out George at the challenge saying, you're weak and you've tried this challenge before and you failed and you quit, you know, which really hit hard for George Yeah, and really, you know, pushed on his pain buttons and his pain points from his last season where I think he did have struggles and tribulations in certain challenges. So, you know, that just caused this absolute all out chaos. Yeah. And you got caught in the crossfire. I got caught in the crossfire. And look, the crazy thing is, whilst I had no idea this was how things would unfold, before we went to tribal, before we left the beach, you know, I was asked the question, do you think there's any way you'll go home? And I said, the only way that'll happen is someone plays an idol and I cop a stray vote and I go home. That is the only way. That is the end of my journey. Don't think it'll happen. And it ended up happening. Oh my God. That is so harsh. Now, when I was out on Survivor, there were a few things that really annoyed me. What was the thing that really annoyed you out there? Like what, what was it that made it really difficult? I hated being wet all the time. Like why were my feet always wet? I don't know about your feet being like, hold on. I'm in a country where the humidity is like 80%. You're in like the driest part of Australia. So. But our socks were constantly wet and they wouldn't dry. <laughs> and that was like what really pissed me off that like, I was just like, I'm just putting wet socks on again. You know what? Out there, I really, I didn't anticipate how dirty you get. You get so filthy. And I know we were fortunate, right? We had the ocean. Yeah. We could go in and bathe. It doesn't count. The ocean doesn't count. You think that that's cleaning. It's not. I had stains, like mud stains all over my skin for weeks. Oh, my God. And literally, I would sit there with sand just exfoliating (laughs) my skin and it wouldn't come off, you know, and you're just so filthy. And I look, I live a pretty luxurious life, I can say. And, uh, you know, I tend to take care of myself and I really enjoy the, you know, the small luxuries. So that element of just no toothbrush no soap, you know, yeah, that really weighed on me. And you kind of get over it a little bit as you get further into the game. But, you know, that sort of basic human rights just (laughs) wasn't there. And that that was rough. I just want to flick back to one thing because this is playing on my mind a tiny bit. If you went back now to that day leading up to that tribal, do you think there was anything that you could have done differently so that that stray vote went on to Geordie and not you? Thought about it a lot. I think the simple answer to that is I could have had better quality conversations with Liz and Shani. Right. I think if I had really won them over, then 
George putting forward a plan of voting me instead of Stevie, you know, they would have just said, no, George, let's take out Stevie. Mm -hmm. But I think he had convinced them enough that he was this master player of the game that what I say goes. Right. That he says phrases the vote and they go, sure thing. You know, so I think that's probably that was my downfall was the three of them together were so tight that as soon as one person is so dedicated to go a certain way, they all move together as a vote of three. And as a, such a small tribe at that point in time, every vote counts. And going back, I would have had an extra chat with Shawnee on the beach half an hour before tribal. That would have been it. Well, I actually was really sorry to see you go because when I, when I was watching it and I, it was the moment that, George said to Stevie, you wake up tomorrow and you know who you can trust. I was like, oh, my God, it's not Stevie, like, because of that one line. So I'm really sorry that it was you because I would have liked to see you go further. Look, absolutely blessed to be part of the game. I have no bad feelings towards it. You know, I'm super excited to be part of it. Can't wait for second chance season 2024. But, nah, look, it was an incredible experience. Once in a lifetime, twice if you're lucky, three times if you're shoney. I'm excited to see how the game unfolds. Okay, that's all we have time for. We'll be back next week after episode 12 of Heroes vs. Villains with more exclusive Heroes vs. Villains content you only get here on the Australian Survivor Talking Tribal podcast. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Australian Survivor Talking Tribal, a Network 10 podcast.